0: hello everyone and welcome to the big show yes i did have to stop and think about what (laughs) name to say even though i knew what show i was on i've got a track record lately of not being able to say the correct show when we start bless my heart anyhow welcome to the big show i am so happy to be here also very proud of myself for saying the correct show name today and um yeah, there you go. So we might as well just hop in and say hi to the amazingly cool people that are here today that are making my Thursday even better. Ben, how are you doing?
1: I am fantastic.
0: Awesome. And it's uh it's great to see you and uh looking sharp. Someone's
1: yep. gonna make this show look good. Nah, he
2: He's going to go to court. He's at court. It's all it is. He's going to court.
1: Well, if I was where if I was in court, I wouldn't be wearing a polo. <laughs>
3: yeah. So you're going golfing. That's what. You're saying.
1: Yeah, it's golfing. Or, yeah, um, Five, winter six,
2: golf. Seven,
0: so the so the difference between golfing uh in June and golfing in February in the United States is so that in February you need an orange ball so that it's easier to find in the snow.
3: No, the difference is, is... is in the winter you're looking for your ball in the snow, and in the summer you're looking for your ball in the grass. <laughs> That's all the difference.
1: Fair. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but usually during winter it's not. Fifty-five degrees at one twenty in the afternoon.
0: Okay, fair, and Good it point. is it it's up to forty-four Fahrenheit. So what is that about five?
3: Mm-hmm. Ish. It should be about five <laughs> degrees Celsius. Yep. And
1: what is, uh, yep, sounds about uh, right in French units.
0: It 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 rained for a while this morning. And it doesn't rain in February in Colorado, but then a little while ago, the rain, is like someone flipped a switch and suddenly it was just these huge snowflakes. And so it snowed hard for about 45 minutes. And then apparently the uh, water tank for the sky ran dry because it was snowing and then not just that fast. But it was supposed to be sunny and close to sixty today. So who knows what's really going to happen? Sixty Fahrenheit, people.
1: <laughs> but we do it know sunny
0: what and sixty
3: Celsius. Yes, we would have a big problem. We would have a big problem.
0: It <laughs> <laughs> would be definitely be a big problem. Yes. Yep. Um. Yep. So Ian. Uh, oh wait, wait, wait! It's an opportunity where I have to take advantage of the segue simply because it's in there. Speaking of big
2: problems, Ian, how are you?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Me? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. No. Yeah, I you know I'm all good. I'm all good, thank you. But usual week of fun and games. This week I've been building labs. It's always fun. Always fun creating new, new, creating new and interesting lab stuff and tinkering around with stuff, which is always interesting and learning a bit of new stuff, which is again nice. So that's awesome. Enjoy. It. I, I, it's it feels like work just. Well, if it feels like work when I have to go to the marketing meetings. It's all right when I don't have to do those. Nice. Nice. VMware Labs.
0: Just to be oh. clear, when I did the segue, it had nothing to do with you personally. It, I just realized here's this comedic opportunity that uh, that would be a fail if I didn't take advantage of it. Oh, God,
2: I would go for it every time.
0: And fair. And uh, Patrice, how are you?
3: I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm I'm been busy this week i'm getting ready for another trip to uh, portugal next week so looking very much looking forward to that because it's gonna be like yeah 60 65 degrees something like that so nice sunny good weather all you want so and good food so looking forward to that nice yeah not much not bad else happening just busy
0: Uh, well it'd be a lot worse like it could be crappy things happening.
3: Yeah, that, that totally could happen. Yeah. I mean, I'm, that there were, there were some crappy things where I'm like, oh my God, but yeah, it's all good. Like I, I have some work things where I'm like, oh my God. Like we had a meeting today with, uh, with like an external consulting company and they explained to us what the certification would look like. And we're like, oh my God, that's going to be wow. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: yes. Well, good luck no, with that.
3: Awkward. Oh, so hard to do. it. Don't cool. have a choice. So,
0: yeah. All right, Think we, we should I hop know. into our stories because yes. Ben he he's a busy man about town, and uh, he's on a schedule which doesn't align with people, ours. Thirty-five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so whose
3: fault is that? Of mine,
0: of course. <laughs> but uh, give us your story, please.
1: Okay. Uh, the bad news: Tom is still on vacation. Yes. The good news is that doesn't mean we can. We still can't talk about chips. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. And no, instead of pr- Pringles, we will be talking about uh, the OG Chipmasters, Lays. Just kidding. Uh, we will be talking about uh, a new partnership between Microsoft and Intel.
0: So you really are channeling your inner Tom. Because yeah. uh, because this is the kind of story Tom would bring, yeah, absolutely. I know, he
1: would, yeah. Which is which is why uh, when we got the word that Tom wanted to be here, I'm like, yeah, I'm going with that one. Fair, okay. Um, everybody knows about uh, Intel's internal chip design and manufacture division because well, most computers made in the last 30 35 years have had them
3: mm-hmm. well
1: mm-hmm. uh when uh, uh Pat Gelsinger took over as as uh Intel CEO, he created essentially a or should I say reformed to, because there was a custom fab division but, mm-hmm. Uh, he basically wanted made a goal for the company to basically get into TMC's line of work.
3: Yes, I'm seeing. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Intel has a well, one, they have a new fab coming online in uh, Ohio in 2026 uh, based on a U.S program where they get where they're getting a lot of money for that. But successfully, he has successfully brought in a major project. And that is uh, they're going to be making the some AI chips for Intel. Not Intel. They are Intel. For Microsoft.
3: <laughs> well, they might be making AI chips mm-hmm. for Intel as well. But uh, I think yeah, this yeah,
2: deal that, is that, about Microsoft. Yeah,
1: yeah that's yes, going to yeah, be a certainty. But going to be some sharing of
2: technology well,
1: there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. From the looks of it. Um, it will either be the chips that Microsoft announced earlier, or some future variation of those. And uh, if you were expecting them to be x86 based, uh, you're going to be f- going to be firmly disappointed or surprised. Yeah, because no, you shouldn't be. No, not no. you shouldn't be surprised at all. I, because no, I... <laughs> these will most likely be ARM.
3: Yeah, I think Tom had a story like a bit ago that 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 was exactly Microsoft's plan to like create those chips and and go all in for ARM. And it's the same for Intel. Like, I mean, Intel is really trying because they're failing at everything else. So they're like trying to get into the the manufacturing business and the fab business. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And And it looks like they have some new, very impressive nodes coming. Mm hmm. Uh the mm-hmm. 18A, which uh we've had enough jokes about uh Intel trying to get their stuff down in nanometers enough. Uh this is going to be a future 1.8 nanometer process. Oh. With uh also a 4- four 1.4 nanometer process in the pipeline.
3: So that will be interesting to see then whether they can actually pull
1: that off. Yeah. And uh, I mean this Yeah, I don't have much faith in that. Yeah. But I mean this will be interesting not just for uh for Microsoft. If they can pull that off, uh they would ha- they could have the potential to get additional sales from companies like AMD. Well probably not AMD. Probably not but, AMD. Yeah. Uh like Qualcomm and a certain uh company who we have a show about tomorrow.
2: Everybody's favorite fruit-themed toy maker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. But, yes. I mean, to be perfectly honest, this seems a lot like to Intel when, St- when Satch and Nadella took over Microsoft and they pivoted from being uh, basically a computer company to being a server company,
3: mm. and I mean, I think for Microsoft, it, I mean, it, it totally makes sense because I mean we have this very long history between Intel, and Microsoft. I mean, it was called the the cartel car at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, it makes sense. I'm just thinking like what what's in it for Microsoft? Like I mean, Intel is so far unproven, and yes, they they're close and. they Probably like each other still, but what's in it, in it for them? But I think they got very little to lose, right? Because this is not a massive investment. Um, it's probably, and like in the scale for Microsoft, rather small actually. Um, so they can, I mean, they can just see like how it goes. I mean, they, they don't have to pay anyway, like day one, like this over time. So mm-hmm. you can just say, they can just, I, I mean, even if they just use it as a bargaining chip with the TSMCs of the world and say, well, we have another option over here. So even if that was the whole reason why they're doing this, but I mean, why not give it, give them a chance. See, I mean, Intel is a big and well-known company and, if someone can pull it off, it's probably them. So give them a chance. And if it doesn't work, well, they're still TSMC.
1: Yeah. So th- and this I mean that's kind
0: of a no-lose-ish yeah. scenario for Microsoft. Ish. Yeah, I might mm-hmm. still
3: lose some money, but it's it's not going to matter that much. Yeah, And AI chips are very special and specific. So probably something that Intel is maybe even quite good at
1: yeah the the other thing here um back when uh cell phone chips were young uh samsung was the predominant chip chip maker
3: mm-hmm.
1: with TMN, tsmc uh being the upstart because they basically came in with a brand new process and kind of skipped right to the front of the line. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's what Intel could be doing too.
2: Well, they have a history of innovation, but whether they'll manage to do it, or whether that whether that time has passed or not, who knows? It looks like it now. Uh, the current thoughts it looks like it now, but it'd be an interesting too, if they do manage to bring themselves back from the doldrums, essentially, because where they mm-hmm. are now, it's it's not that they can't do it; it's just that they don't do anything really, sort of strikes the innovative heart of anyone particularly yet yeah. that would be interesting because and... the, the, the xenos one chips that you're referring to uh, that originally started off all of the the mobile world that did kind of jump them ahead it was xenos wasn't it that's the ones isn't it yeah the there's so yeah it'd be interesting yeah. to see how... i mean
3: and, and intel is not failing yet they they're not innovating really but i mean their business is still quite quite a good business i mean they have a good chunk of the server market losing now some because <laughs> AMD chips are just way more efficient and better. Yeah, but there's they still have a good chunk of the server market, especially with their yeah, partnerships yeah. with Net with Dell and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, the the PC market, I think, yeah, there's some competition, but I think for the most part, it's also an Intel market still. So I th- I mean they have the time to to try this. They know yeah. it's coming. They know. I mean, either they can find the the magical cure to their innovation problems or they have to pivot and why not try both, right?
1: Yeah. They've
3: got the money. <laughs> exactly. to be able to
2: mess, they've got the money to be able to mess around and think well, we might yeah. as well try something else and see what mm-hmm.
1: happens. Yeah. I mean, plus it's pretty clear that um x86 has an expiration date at this point.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Army's, Army's where it's going to go, I think, isn't it? For the future, or the next best thing, whatever that is, after this. Well, there yeah. will
3: be something after, but you don't,
0: like
2: yeah, every
3: architecture has
0: <laughs> a shelf life,
3: yeah. I mean, maybe that's quantum, which Intel is investing in, so who knows?
0: Yeah, all right, mm-hmm. so um, cool, all right, let's move on to Patrice's story.
3: Okay, I, I thought long and hard what I wanted to bring today because there were a couple different really cool stories, but I thought it would be interesting to talk about carbon removal um, because that's, that's kind of a tech that seems to be somewhat popular with some people, a lot of buzzwords. Not a lot happening. Um, and the EU Council, or the, the Parliament basically, um, has agreed on a like regulatory framework for for the European Union, at least for carbon removal technologies. So one of the problems that is happening in this space right now, like, I mean, all over the world, there is like a discussion about like climate change and, uh, you know, the 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 uh, the carbon certificates that you can buy. And like this whole market, is, especially in the EU, they have this market where, like, if you're not, you have a certain amount of, like basically certificates and for your for, for your company. And if you're not using them all, then you can sell them and someone who needs more can buy them and this whole stupid system. And if you have like uh whatever you, you plant a forest and you get like a certain amount back. Like it's this it's it's all kind of screwed up. But the the more screwed up part is that this carbon removal, there's no no really structure to it like every company every carbon removal company any research anything that's done in this area they can basically come up with their own way of doing things calculating things like they they, they do count uh, yeah, like against this this certificate uh, scheme basically um so you could basically say well I'm whatever I'm removing 10 gazillion, Tons of carbon every minute, and this is why I can sell all of that. And there's really no, let's say, structured or proven way of of dealing with that. So the EU has finally agreed on on like how this is going to work and uh, what the the rules are and how like our things are calculated and, and so on and how the rules are in the EU to like deal with that. Um. So they have they, what I really like is that they they are kind of, um. They're kind of categorizing carbon removal technologies into four different types, um, including like what's considered, for example, permanent removal. So you put it, for example, under underground, and it's gone for well at least several centuries. Um, or temporary solutions like well planting planting trees or. Uh, or soil or whatever, uh, which or timber like wood for example, which is only like a couple decades probably before it gets re-released because I don't know you you cut down the tree and burn it or build something with it or whatever and it gets released eventually. So um, that's kind of kind of a, I think a good idea to to structure that way and say okay what is permanent what's not and how do we measure the impact that this particular removal technology has. On the environment, so that we can compare it to to other things and can say, okay, this is maybe short term better, long term not so good, long term better, short term not so good, whatever. Like we can we can actually talk about things. So it's a good idea, I think. In general, still big questions about carbon removal. Is it like a lot of people see it as they like the golden solution to everything? Like, oh, we're just gonna remove carbon, and then everything is fine.
2: Dear God, which, which in the, on, on paper I have, possible? <laughs> I have many words for a lot of this. Okay, most of them start with B. That, yeah. Most of them start with B and end in something else. <laughs> and really, is this just Emperor's New Clothes kind of rolling alongside of? I've got this bridge. If you're interested, really good deal. <laughs> <laughs> it, it feels remarkably like that on one hand. And on the other hand, I can see interesting ways of doing things. But if this is just another way of rebranding carbon offsetting, it, it's just... It, it, it is. <laughs> yeah. And it, then it's just another con, which essentially, rather yes. making more efficient ways of doing things, we're going to go and soothe our, so, soothe our mm. eco hearts by planting some trees over there. Well, there's some machines to take care of? Uh, God. <laughs> Yeah, I, Me see snake, I see snake oil salesmen, I see all manner of that's frankly, exactly what's been happening. Frankly dodgy yeah. crap. Really yeah, dodgy crap. I mean there
3: is there is really good technologies out there, carbon removal. They are they're not working yet on industry scale because they're way too expensive or they don't have the funding for it yet. But there is technologies that are working. I mean, we know it from like nature. Nature is a nature has yeah. plenty of carbon removal systems. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah,
2: trees. Don't they Just don't what trees. Don't keep chopping the fucking mm-hmm. things down. You know yeah. it. It's not difficult.
3: Yeah. It well, it is very difficult, but it, like, but we know it is working. Like there has been a system for thousands, thousands of years to to do that. Yeah, re- Our problem currently is mm. we don't like we are at the point where. Even if we stopped today, like any, like we would stop breathing basically, and no carbon would at all get like sent out, which is impossible. Like we would stop living. Mm-hmm. Even that wouldn't help. We have to actually, we actually have to, we have to not just reduce what we what were producing. We also have to remove what we've already produced. So well, when do technologies- we this removed? What does, exactly. this, what, what
2: does this recover with we carbon? Well, we go have to put it back. I mean, honestly, oil, I mean no, oil, no, no. oil and
3: gas are basically I mean what we burned yeah. is basically where it was stored, like where nature stored it. We we weren't yeah. So we have to we have to take that back basically. So it's from from that perspective, it does totally make sense to do this. But you're right, because that's exactly the problem. Currently, it's all BS, it's all snake oil, it's like because it's like, oh, yeah, we're, I mean, even with trees, there's like, oh, yeah, we're, we, we're like, this forest was saved. So we're, we are have now carbon certificates. And like, oh, hey, okay, but the forest was.
2: I'm going to make it for my widgets. No. Yeah.
3: It's like, no, the, the, the forest was there already. So saving it did nothing for carbon. Like, yes, you're no, not agony. burning it.
0: <laughs> and and <laughs> part of the problem with all of this. <laughs> Comes from the foundation for carbon credits and offset and all that, which was part of a marketing scheme from mm-hmm. the petroleum industry. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So, I mean, <laughs> greenwashing—that's
3: yes. what it is. Yeah, 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 yes. So
0: the things like like coming up with viable ways to to remove uh, carbon dioxide mm-hmm. and uh, and. And take active steps to uh, to minimize greenhouse effects that we are causing. Okay, that's great. But yes, the whole foundation for this and and uh, and and look how great we are because this forest already exists. <laughs> I'm, yes. This is all from marketing and mar- and yes. it has nothing to do with actually helping yeah. the environment but, in any way. But,
3: the basic idea behind it is not wrong, and what I think mm-hmm. the, the EU is also doing, basically, like having companies pay for the carbon that they're, that they're emitting, and or the CO2 and simply or the emissions in general. I think it's not even limited to carbon dioxide. It's like, like if you if you pollute the environment, if you do this, then you have to pay for the removal. I think that in in itself is I think makes sense because mm-hmm. it's part of the real cost of what we're doing. The problem is that the system is is rigged to begin with because you get like a certain amount of credits that you can pollute for free. So Which then and then totally you can yeah, sell yeah, that yeah, or whatever, yes. and that makes no sense. Like, and no, they're trying to I, change I, I, that.
2: <laughs> that. That makes no sense to me. That if I plant this tree, I can make pollution. No. Mm-hmm. That doesn't no. make sense. No, no, no. <laughs> that's not what. But that, that, essentially, not what we are. This, which essentially <laughs> all of this nonsense is centered yeah. around is the yeah. idea that if, I've yeah. if I plant trees are, or, much... or, a, yeah. or a, <laughs> this, machine, this hideously inefficient machine that sucks, mm-hmm. uh, that sucks carbon out yeah. of the atmosphere, that's somehow going to be better. Yeah not... yeah no. and all I need to do yeah.
3: all I need in order for, for this to work properly is like I need to plant basically every every square inch of the world needs to be covered in trees and then yeah that's fine. Yeah.
1: Well, sure I saw <laughs>
2: <Price
3: over. laughs> yes. yeah um,
2: and one thing as well with, with trees trees isn't like I can turn one on tomorrow and it's suddenly mm-hmm. making me better carbon dioxide. No yeah. I, I I'm just filtering carbon dioxide not at all. Yeah. Trees are and, a long a long game they're not yes. It's not. It's not. It's not a, it's not not a short, short termism. Remember Um No, and I'm and for
3: trees, for trees, for example, that's one. I think last year, I think at last year, at some point, there was a story about that. There is no global standard for how that's calculated. I mean, it is true that over the lifetime of a tree, it will remove carbon. That's simply it grows. So yes, it does that, but there is no singular like. Calculation method in the world to say this is like if you plant X amount of trees in in this part of the world, then it will remove this amount of of CO2 over this time. There's nothing like everybody can basically just come up with a bullshit number and say, well, it's this, and th- that's part of the problem. Really, this is not even there's not even there's no scientific basis for it. I mean, other than yes, we know trees will. Will eventually consume some carbon over time.
2: Yeah, that's all. Like, yeah, but it, it's a long. Yeah. G- it's a it's a long yeah. game. Very a, very long game. It's a long, long, game. G- it's a long <laughs> game. It's not one. It's not one you can yeah, do. Yeah. You can say turn some trees on. Oh, brilliant! We've turned loads of trees mm-hmm. on. Yeah. yeah, No, You yeah. can't do that. that yeah. doesn't work. So now yeah.
3: we can. Now we can blow blow another uh, thousands of tons uh, the, of CO two in the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. 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 No. that will so last make for the next whatever hundred thousand years. Sure.
2: Yeah. Doesn't yeah, work. I mean, we need plus ways
1: yeah, yeah. Plus those those carbon scrubbers, they don't run on good intentions.
2: Exactly, <laughs> these carbon scrubbing <laughs> machines. I've got would, I've got yeah. to use fossil fuel of some form to to run it. It's gonna be uh, yeah, yeah, not yeah.
3: necessarily. So that that is the part that is the part where it might work. So, uh, I mean, yeah, everything needs energy. The, the, the thing is we do have some energy available that is quite low on emissions and that is quite quite good for for this type of thing and that is solar that is wind that's that's things that do yeah. not well. there's some in the production there's some co2 and some stuff involved but over time that that's fine like it gets it gets offset by simply running long enough and producing then clean energy so that's fine so that is then that is something that works the problem is that the energy required for these carbon removal systems is just so big mm-hmm. that it never that it never reaches the point where it's
2: worth it currently and you've, got to to make, I mean, you've got you've you've also yeah. got to make and construct this thing exactly you have to make that, that, and construct that, that, it, and then you have and, to run it. <laughs> yeah, so these things all are yeah. expending CO2 in some way, yes. are all creating yes. pollution in yeah. some mm-hmm. way. So,
3: so it works yes. in small scale, but it's simply not scale scalable. I mean, if, if it mm-hmm. was as easy to say, okay, we have this box here, and it removes whatever. It needs this this to produce it. It needs this to, to run, and it removes this amount of CO2. And yes, this is net positive. So we're removing over time more than than was consumed. That would be easy. We would say, okay, now we need just to build a million of them or ten million of them, and put them somewhere in the Zara or whatever, where there's a lot of sun and a lot of space, and 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 fine. Okay, problem mm-hmm. solved. But that's exactly what doesn't work because it's not scalable that way. Mm-hmm. That's what we haven't solved yet. We have not. we, we don't mm-hmm. have the proof that this can be run at scale and. Have a net positive effect. That also is an effect that we can measure. I mean, if if at the end of day we 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 like invest all this money, spend all this time, invest all this resources, and then we remove whatever a ton of CO two a year. That's probably not going to be worth it.
2: I mean there's. I'm. I've been looking at a Wikipedia page uh, about it because it's fascinating. Some of this stuff, and mm-hmm. when they're talking about the um the current sort of carbon removal would remove something like two gigatons of co2 yeah
3: in a year probably and we're
2: producing and we're Mm -hmm. probably producing yeah Yeah,
3: exactly probably small countries this is
2: the equivalent of four (laughs) percent of the greenhouse gas yeah this is the equivalent of four percent of the greenhouse gases emitted per year by human activities yes yeah. Oh, so well, so that, there you go yeah. everything so
3: 10 exit yeah. mm-hmm. and work no this is sad but I, I think that that is a, that is a problem that we will figure out and solve I, I mean mm. it is it is I think possible and I think that's why the EU is preparing for that and saying okay this is how we can measure if this is even worth it
2: yeah, we can measure. Like, this is not. You're not so. Yeah. You're not so. Exactly. This down is, of some, this, uh, some is this is this really
3: doing anything in the long run, or is this just snake oil that you sell me? And like, yeah, for the next five years it looks cool, and then uh, over time you realize it's bullshit. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: well, yeah. that was a happy, exciting, uplifting story.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. But do you want to know we bullshit? The good. The it good news the is,
3: no, that was my story.
1: <laughs> oh, duh
3: yeah no yeah. the 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 happy the happy thing about this is what I really like is peop there is people actually trying to do something
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, on the whole like, yeah, yes, not, not just not thing. just
3: sitting there and saying, well, nothing can be done and
2: rather rather than rather <laughs> clever folk trying to capitalize and exploit it, which yeah. is what I feel there's yeah. a lot of going on at the minute yes
3: and and you know who's who's the biggest the biggest uh, comp- or this biggest group of companies that are working on this. The well, fossil fuel companies, other companies.
1: Of course. It's now guess computer. why. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for credits. <Yes>. Correct. <laughs>
2: well, they, they want to be in the next
1: best thing. I mean, mm-hmm.
2: it's the same as the petrochemical companies. Well, we've run out of fossil fuel. Here's a mm-hmm. new thing, synthetic this. So yeah, of course they're going to want to mm-hmm. be able to do it.
3: Mm-hmm. Makes, sense. Yeah, but, Makes sense. But credits, credits are really good. That's why they're also investing a lot in electric, because like credits. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah. Ian, what's your story?
2: My story is one I've dropped in. It's just a a, a knowledge base article. The, the it's kind of dull looking now. Um, it's all more nice. so. To to backpedal a little bit of the story, VMware have been bought out by Broadcom.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Now we're in the process of changing it you away, know, changing uh, VMware for the worse. It seems. We expected this. This was kind of where we thought it was going to go. Sadly, things like renewals for the, the first on the on the first half of things, subscriptions and renewals that the customers have are starting to get more and more expensive. It's almost pricing mm-hmm. the lower end of the market out of the business of using VMware as a as a tool. They can't afford their renewals, they're going to have to go elsewhere. And this one is kind. Of, this article here that I brought along was the one where the the, the very base of all of this and the, the very heart of the thing that the, the technology is the ESXi hypervisor. Mm-hmm. It's the foundation on which VMware is built. And yes. they always offered a free tier of this product that you could download and you could home lab with. It's the tools that budding young engineers count their takes on. You could stick it on a on a reasonable bit of hardware at home. You could start to work out and understand how to work with it you could start adding vms you could start doing enough stuff to kind of get you to a point where you could go to work they've taken it away they've now decided that no no more of that 60 day trial or not at all so it's mm. kind of killing the home lab market almost for using professional tools which was a great asset to the professional world because folk at home could learn that's the big the big thing from my point of view was it was a a great tool for us to be able to have your own setup. I'm on a white box PC. i have done it for years. And I've just been rebuilding what a similar kind of rig this week. And it's just crazy that they're deciding to do this. Where it just but it's 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 all about the money, obviously. Oh, it's all about yeah. the money, money, money. My... And this press release, there was one other thing the... that used to, it did say regionally, regrettably, we're withdrawing it and they had to edit oh. it.
3: Oh my god. I, I, the, in the, in this knowledge, I mean, a knowledge-based article is already funny because it's like saying, oh, like, while transitioning, oh, where was it? As part of the transition of perpetual licensing to a new subscription offering, the free edition has been marked as end of general availability. At this yes. time, there is no equivalent replacement product available. Uh, this formula, this, how does this formula is already... like, But then click on the link, like on a blog post. Like yes. the bullshit meter is going crazy because oh like yeah the bullshit meter goes like wow yeah.
2: like yeah. yeah yeah I wonder what you're putting faces oh. around and then you went and you oh must have been through on this
3: yeah and, and then it's, it's, just true, big, it's... it's
2: just a big it's just a big advertising thing saying look at all these things we do yeah uh, all right but why yeah. are you taking away half of the the um the basics and the uh, and the yeah. the foundations on which your company was built
3: yeah. It's like I, I, they've I, 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 reached a new milestone in its journey over the last two years to streamline and simplify its portfolio and transition from perpetual licensing to a
2: script. Every, every every sign every yes exactly <laughs> every <laughs> oh. it's 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 the cornucopias of bullshit, isn't it? We've got yes, more and more of them. Wow, wow! <laughs> but on the world of change, the software industry is going through this thing where they're moving mm-hmm. away from. You can buy a license for your product and keep it forever, to explain it for those mm-hmm. are listening at home. Yes. And moving towards what companies called AAR, annually recurring revenue. Yes. This is important because it keeps the company's lights on. It keeps the company afloat. if you pay me, a, if you, if I rent effectively now, the software from mm-hmm. VMware, from whoever, Microsoft, even it's the same, they're, they're doing exactly yeah. the same model yeah. now. And that part and you I can totally understand. Yeah, yeah, that part I can too. It's yeah. uh, the company I work for have transitioned their customers, slowly kicking and screaming away from one to the other again because it means we can continue to provide good software for them. That's yeah it, that I understand, but taking yeah. away some of the functionality in order you're cutting your nose off to spite yeah. your face, in my view.
3: Yeah, that, that I don't understand. I mean. Like I, I can understand the transition to sub- subscription. I know a lot of people complain about it, but but I I see it I see it differently. Like in the past, we had fundamental shifts and changes in our technologies. Like CPUs changed, the operating systems changed. Like all of that, that basically anyway required that you upgrade your software at some point. So it was totally fine to say, well, you buy it and you use it as long as you're using your computer, basically. Um, but then you buy a new computer, you need to buy new software. Like, I mean, that was a long time. That was the the Microsoft model. Like, you would buy a new computer and then you would buy a new Windows. Or you would buy a new Windows, you would need a new computer. It was kind of, that was the thing. So, it wasn't a problem. But now we've reached, I mean, we've basically reached a, a maturity level where that is not no longer the case and where you can use your computer for 7, 10 years. We can, could use the software for 7, 10 years, but the soft, I mean stuff is still evolving. So, yeah, you do need you do need recurring revenue. And I totally understand if you want to keep it working, if you want to keep it improving, if you want to keep it safe, like security is a massive thing, especially for VMware these days. Massive investment, ongoing investment. I totally understand it. But I still think with all of that said, there is a good reason to offer a free tier and offer free services because it, it... helps the small guys, it helps the small companies, the small startups, and it gets them into the door.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's always the way, I mean, we have a community, I mean, uh, I'm not advertising my product, but we, we have a community edition of my product, which is a cut down half, of you know, a, a cut down steamer product, which is great if you've got 10 users or whatever, you know, and that, again, fit into the same space and fantastic, good idea, <laughs> get your Get people, get people in early. And as I was talking about the idea of the home lab, the guy that's trying to train himself up to, to get a career in IT, people out here, I'm talking to you that are listening to us. You know, those of you that are starting to get out in text and training. These sort of having these skills, massively important, massively important. You can't, um, You can't get the experience from just attending the class, having something at home you can play with much much better and i mean i've chunked in the chat which patrice later on will tell you where to find a couple of alternatives one is microsoft's hyper v tool and the other is a, a, a free alternative which i think is going to get massive amount of boost from the small business market is a tool called proxmox yeah. which is a mm-hmm. nice front end for the tool set that already exist in linux yeah already so, well known already well known stuff so i'm seeing a lot of folks that are starting to transition away from VMware when their yeah. license expires and they'll a place where you need like 10 VMs or something like that, it'll make massive sense.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, what it I'm hearing make any is outside the corporate realm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. What I'm hearing out of this is that Proxmox should send Broadcom a fruit basket.
2: They should, <laughs> yes. I think, yes. Yeah. A big one. Yeah.
1: Yes, after the last two stories, what I'm hearing is that I should have done the Deconstruct disclaimer before the show.
0: (laughs) And look, Patrice, (laughs) just reflexively, you start dancing to the theme because you're hearing it
1: in your head. Yeah, same here. (laughs) Yeah. For those of you
0: that don't get the reference, um, the thing with Deconstruct was that... uh, when everyone would get really worked up about about stories like this, um, you'd have to cover your kids' ears. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> <Exactly>. yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. Oh, um, yep. Hey, Ben, I know that you are on a tight schedule today and probably have to yes. drop off soon. So mm-hmm. why, why don't you tell people where they can find you so that you're not
1: rushing to do that <laughs> well mr gamut you can find me on social media at ben Raythig. you can find my writings on Raythig.tech. on thursdays you can find me on uh, this little show called in touch with ios with uh well obviously it has jeff gamut but it also stars <laughs> mr dave ginsburg on Tuesdays, you can find me on Mac Voices Live, Chuck Joyner. And, of course, every Thursday and Friday, you can find me here on the British Tech Network with one Brit.
2: Absolutely.
0: Well, the, if you notice, the panel today is evenly split between the North mm-hmm. American continent and mm-hmm. uh, European continent and its its island neighbor
1: it's true. Yep, yeah. w- with that, Tudu
0: Thanks for all joining right. today, Ben. <laughs> you rock. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> ah, all right. Well, mm. as Ben transitions out, how about if I transition <laughs> into saying, "Hey, hey, TSO host. They're awesome. And um why are they awesome?" Well, because they do web hosting and, uh, and they help people by domain names and they have server space, all the stuff you need to make your, your website and your podcast network actually run. And so what they're doing is taking the things that they do so well and then giving those to us here at the British Tech Network so that we can live stream shows to you every single week so that there's a place for the website to live so that anytime you need to listen to uh, to a show, notice I said need because I get it. You need to hear this stuff. It's there and ready for you. So how do they do that? Well, uh, they're giving us the bandwidth so we can live stream. They're giving us a hosting space. So there's a place with a website Plus the server space we need so the show files can live somewhere so you can get to the episodes when you're ready for them. It's awesome that they're doing this because the resources it takes to make all of this happen is really kind of crazy. And to be able to pull all of that together ourselves, is it's beyond the resources that we have. So they're being incredibly generous, giving back to the community even by being here to support us. So we really appreciate that TSO Host is here. And thank you, TSO Host, for supporting the British Tech Network. Now, what I just said, it's a great thing for you to type out on your favorite social media network and then put it out there so that TSO Host knows that we all really do appreciate what they're doing for us. And uh, yes, they're being totally altruistic here by giving us the resources we need. That doesn't mean we shouldn't acknowledge what they're doing and thank them for that generosity. So please go out on social media and thank them for that. Um, If at some point you decide that you have found a domain name that, um, that you really, really need to buy, well... Why not use TSL hosts because they make it easy to do, and they give you a good price on that. So you know, find those domain names, throw them in your cart, add the discount code BTN twenty, and you're going to get twenty percent off that order. So not only are they being super generous by by helping us keep the the British Tech Network online, they're also being incredibly generous to you simply because you're part of the BTN family. So thank you again to uh, TSO Hosts for being here and supporting us. And now comes the other support part. And this is the part where I lean on Patrice, even though I shouldn't need to, yet here we are. Patrice, Mm -hmm. can you you help me out with (laughs) the whole chat thing?
3: Of course I can. Um, So we have this really, really great live chat that we are all in when we are recording and you can talk to us, you can see all the links that we're posting. Like there's, there's always links to our stories and other interesting tidbits, some things we maybe mentioned during the show, we might put a link in there. There is discussions in there. Um, so it's always like a really good place to be when we're recording, and we're recording every Thursday, 7 p.m. UK time for this very show. That's when we record about an hour and a half-ish. We're in there. Well, yeah. let's face it, two hours. Um, and yeah, just head over to chat.britishtechnetwork.com and you're in. So this is how easy it is. No registration, nothing necessary. Just join us. Uh, fridays by the way 4 pm uk time for the mac show so if you're into the apple side of things whatever is happening in the world you on the apple side you can join us there and we we talk about that so also cool show to join but let's say you are you are like a big fan of this show you want to really get to the links but you just can't join us during live show totally fine not everybody has the time. Some people have to work, like depending on where you are in the world or have family or whatever, like just, or just don't want to, like n- no reason, like it's all fine. Uh, that's why we have our awesome website, why we put this out as a podcast. You can enjoy it in your favorite podcast player of choice, like all, all good. You can still get to the transcript of the chat. So you can still get to see everything was talked about, get to the links, to the cool things, like everything. And all you have to do for that is you head over to britishtechnetwork.com forward slash chat. Then there's a very friendly calendar that asks you for a date. And all you tell it is what date do you want to see. Anytime between June 2nd, 2015 and today, pick the date, you will see what was talked about. So for today, for example, it would be February 22nd, 2024. And if you pick that date, you will see everything that was talked about in our chat
0: today. Wow. That's amazing. I I know it's not that big of a deal to get through all of that. And yet I'm impressed and amazed every single time (laughs) because for some reason I cannot successfully do it correctly. period. Period. So anyhow, thank you. All right. So, um let's do some cool things. Um and uh yeah, who is the first cool thing?
3: And I, it, about. I think that might be me. I believe that's you, that you <laughs> <laughs> oh, Patrice. I was whatever. still I was still getting the text and everything ready. All right. Okay. So, my cool thing is an audiobook. It's a really cool book by some bloke that you might know. Um, I think Ian might know him quite well uh, because he's a British bloke. Uh, it's the the, the 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 Prince guy, the Harry Prince guy. So Prince. Oh, Harry, the spare the Duke, the Duke of Sussex. The book is the spare. spare yes, the spare. yes the spare. I don't know him so, personally. No, that's really seriously, that maybe. I mean, <laughs> seriously, you, you, you all knew each other. Island. Exactly. I
2: know. I know, Well, he's I'm... not
3: on the island anymore, so maybe that. No, no, saying.
2: you lot have got him
3: now, <laughs> thankfully. <laughs> so, um, I was kind of. I heard about this book, um, like, almost a couple of years ago or last year. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Um, I heard about it, and I'm. Um, I was quite hesitant. Like, I didn't want like the, like you know, all the gossip and the like, the all the monarchy stuff and so I'm like. <sighs> I'm not sure this is a book for me, so I I never really thought about it. Um, and then I don't remember which where that was recently. Some podcast, someone someone mentioned it and talked a little bit about it, and I was like, hmm, maybe I should give it a try. And I, I listened to the like the sample, and I was like, okay, this sounds like an interesting book. And I listened to it, and I loved it. And the thing is, you know, the the whole thing that went through the press. Where it's like, oh, despair and the interview and blah, and the, like they 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 try to pick out like the the bad parts and, and whatever. And that is like 30 seconds of the book. It's like basically it's it's not even honestly not even worth mentioning. It's like a little thing in the book. That's it. The book is actually about him as a person, his struggles with mental health, his struggles with Well, to some extent, his family, like, I mean, normal person that struggles with like, honestly, and I think we all know that severely dysfunctional family. Mm -hmm. And uh, can you blame them growing up in this environment? I'm not sure. His struggles with the press, especially um, like, and I mean, yeah, I think also understandable and, and like going to war and like, Wanting a family and kind of struggling with that and 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 really messing it up oftentimes and and, and like all that stuff. I don't know how much of this is like of the start of things he, he tells is true or not. That's like I mean, you have to always keep in mind it is his, his the perspective he puts out. So well could be not everything is correct. I mean he even admits it. Like a big part of book is. He does not like his memory is completely broken and faulty for a long time. So it's mm-hmm. he, like I, I like for a long time I didn't remember the past at all. So do well, I know yeah. whether all of this is true? He's like open with that. He's like I don't know, might have happened, might have not happened. I can tell. So, but it's it's what I really liked. It was a really a human book. It was really about him his struggles and, and, and like what he wanted and what he, what he tried to do and how he was treated sometimes as not by the press, sometimes by his family. And yeah, that's, that's all it is. And how he still tried to, from his perspective, try to be there for the country and for the family and so on. I don't know, as I said, like, no clue what what is true, what is not true. Like I, I have no basis to to judge that. But I found it a really interesting, very very human book, and and I found it I could relate on a lot of things, and I, that was quite surprising for me. So
2: some, yeah, I mean, they dysfunctional dramas we share. Yeah, I mean they're, they're just, just people. people. They're just people yes. in the end. I mean they are yeah. just people. That, yeah, were, there born were into some a... They were born exactly. into a very strange family in yes. terms of many, <laughs> many things. I mean... Yes. I, there uh, were some I'm... stuff where, like, where I was like...
3: And that where, there were a couple of things where it was like, okay, you, you, where you notice, he's like, okay, there, there's a little part where he's disconnected from what normal people would expect normal. Like, there were a couple of yeah. things where he, he was like, oh, and whatever, and then we had we had this nanny and this person did this for us and whatever. And I'm like... Yeah, normal people wouldn't have had that. Yeah, no, no, no it's
2: it's a That's completely sure. different world.
3: And for him, it was the normalest thing because he could just grow up with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
2: mean, I,
3: it's I mean, it's a a yeah, very they, strange.
2: Yeah, there, there was
3: yeah, there, there was one there was one situation that comes to mind where he was like he was talking about I think going with with his brother like shooting in Spain or whatever, and it was like oh yeah, and there was like a person basically handing me a loaded gun and we would shoot and then we would hand it back and it would and I was like yeah, normal. Normal people going shooting wouldn't have that.
2: So no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no we're we're going to, for to no. not. No. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, that, that, yeah. That, That's a whole different thing. Yeah. And again, that's that, that's <laughs> that, that's a whole different thing. Even generally, it's not a yes. And oh dear, now I'm yes. I have the problem that I'm a Republican, mm. so I have a massive problem with the whole thing of why is this person better than? Me yeah, means and he runs my country exactly. in some way why yeah. how On and what merit um oh, no it's important and, and on he, what merit he said, does he do yeah, this? yeah
3: and and he and he and he's, he says like he 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 talks about that That was really interesting he said i don't have an opinion on that because i shouldn't like it, it's not my decision like i was born put into this position i'll do what i'm asked and if someone says i shouldn't do that then i'll stop doing it like, he was very open about that and said, whether this has any value or any merit, I don't know, because I'm biased.
0: Yeah. So I, mean, I found I, that really interesting. That is that is interesting. Yeah.
2: I would like to see, as, the, uh, as I think we'll probably find in the next year or two, where we probably mm. end up transitioning out of Charlie Boy mm-hmm. into Wills, yes. when <laughs> we do... That there will be some form of minimizing of the monarchy in the same way mm-hmm. that most of our European cousins have done, yes, and yeah. so that and, they don't that they no longer take that mm-hmm. part of uh, of running our country when they're the head of state for both our church and yes and our government. Yeah. And that's yeah, frankly no that's really anyway.
3: Gonna, yeah, but as I said, I think thats that, like from his perspective, I mean he was like, i I wanted to serve my country. That's it. Like yeah, I don't. I mean, like, I'll, I'll tell us. That. Tell me how to do it. Like I'll. I'll. I'll do it this way. And I said, I found it really interesting. Really, and it's the the interesting thing. It is read by him. Oh, that, so he is actually know, reading. It.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's
3: actually reading it, and he is good at it. So I mean, sure, he has basically had his whole lifetime of talking. Yeah, I, and I, I being would huffing and whatever. He had the education.
2: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah he, had he, interned, he, interned he, admitted he wasn't very good at school
3: <laughs> he wasn't very good at school he admitted that he was like yeah i was constantly struggling with with like learning and so on but he was like yeah i mean i had access to a pretty good education didn't mean that i did get a good education okay
0: fair. So, yeah <laughs>
3: yeah
2: i mean i mean him, he went to war yeah. he went to war hats off to, hats off to him. he yeah. went to war he he was. I mean, I think he probably talked about being. I can't think what they used to call him. It was. Uh, mm-hmm. So it, was it Private Wales Spike. or something like that? Spike, Tell yeah, him, Spike. Spike was Spike. His, his nickname. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they make sure because um, I mean, to be fair, he was a lum- he, he was an inconvenience to almost everybody who was with him because there, there's yeah. See a great big target on that poor chaps back every yeah, time yeah. he walks out somewhere. Exactly. Yeah, which was a big
3: problem because he wanted to, he wanted he wanted to do it apparently and he wanted to go there and he tried to do it like anonymously and that was a big problem yeah, no, no, because yeah, man, the I'm second anybody learned that he was there, it was a big target on, not just on him, on everyone. All those around, around him. him. Yeah, all those around. him. <laughs> My yeah. blowing up as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, as I said, I I just I, it was as I said, I was surprised. I didn't expect it. I, I was like, ah, well, yeah, okay, sounds interesting. Let's 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 buy it. Let's listen to it. And I was really surprised how much I really enjoyed it. Mm. It's probably in my top ten. And I said, I've. It's not because of him. It's yeah. not because I'm a big fan of his family or anything. I'm like, hmm. mostly I'm i do not care. But it was a good story, and it was a. A very human story, and I said I could relate to it, and that was for me very surprising. Because you would you would think like they're like another level, and you they can't a, relate a to us and can relate to them. Yeah, and it's not that.
2: Mm. All right, cool.
0: So, um Ian, what's your
2: pick? Well, I'm. It's a pick I've picked before, but I'm coming back to it because bloody hell, it's brilliant. One of those kind of. Neat little tools. I, I downloaded the free version. You can download a free version of Tot. It's called. you shouldn't say what it's called. It's called Tot. T O T. Built by the guys at Icon Factory, and it's a a tiny little app that sits on your computer and captures text, and you can use it to capture text. That's all it's for. There's no. And I'm not normally one swayed by all the idea of all. Oh, let's have a distraction-free environment where you can't put things on. I see that as a tiny bit of millennial nonsense for my own use of applications anyway, but this is really great. It just does one thing. And it does one thing very, very well, to the point where I've spent 20 of my hard earned pounds on the thing. So I have a version that's now on my phone and it syncs to my my desktop. And that's great if I want to take a quick note. One of the things I've been trying to do more lately than I used to is capture thoughts. If I have a good idea, I want to be able to write it down. And I need something simple that I can just literally type some nonsense in, paste a quick URL in or something like that, and then leave it. And then I can come back to it later. You get so, as you can see from the little screenshots on the thing, you get a number of pages. So you can allocate one to different types of things. And that's what I've done. And it is incredibly helpful. And it works on iPad and it works on things. Um, uh, Jeff and I were discussing it before, because Jeff's a user as well, of the of the application. And for this simple little app, it, it's really, very, really, very, very, very good.
0: Yeah, it's super handy. And, um, um, Ian, I don't know if you've started playing around with like lists. In, yeah, uh,
2: I'm using. I'm doing. I'm using it. That's one of the things I use it for to do. I had a to-do list of things today with a little check marks. I'd, I would like if it supported Markdown, so I could just use the Markdown mm. shortcuts for the for to create the list markers. But apart from that, it, it's it fine. They support,
0: but, I thought it did support Markdown. Not fully. I'm, I'm not a Markdown user, but I. Um, Not
2: fully. I couldn't, I can't make checks with the, mark, with, with the markdown syntax on it. But there's uh, a nice little star button you can press smart bullets. Those work perfectly. It's fine.
0: I bet there's a tutorial that I'll show you how to use Markdown in it because I'm double checking. And they claim they have um, uh, full support for rich or plain text. And it will even automatically translate text to Markdown so that you can use it on the web.
2: Okay, well, so I my
0: guess is what you want to do, you can do, you just need someone to show you, and mm. it's
2: taught. So I'll have a look on their website and see if there's a spot there. No, I'll have true. a look for it. <laughs> I'll have a look because it's a
3: yeah, I, I have a little problem with the, the name of the app because it's death in German, taught.
0: Oh, well, okay. <laughs> <really> yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes, of course. I I wonder what the the
0: uh, the history behind coming up with TOT is. I'm sure that uh, probably in like their blog post (laughs) announcing it, which I Mm -hmm. read when it was announced, it probably explains that. But that was a long time ago, so I don't remember. But uh, yeah, TOT, despite the fact that uh, it means (laughs) death in German. Is a a super hand,
2: a super handy little app. Yeah. Worth. I mean, it's i icon
3: factory, so yeah. Yeah. Said. So how can you go wrong? <laughs> exactly.
2: uh, worth, completely worth the 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 twenty quid.
0: Mm.
2: Completely oh, worth.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. Okay, I guess that means it's my turn. So now I have my link which is this. And I'm pretty sure the only reason I'm getting away with being able to choose the Bad Batch final season as my pick today is because Ben had to leave early. So he didn't have the opportunity to do this first. Um, So the Bad Mm -hmm. Batch, it's animated Star Wars and it's the continuation of the Clone Wars series. And it takes place. Well, it starts at the beginning of order 66 and which uh, in the whole star wars universe that's when all the clone soldiers were triggered to uh to turn on their jedi generals and uh and just commit genocide on the jedi order and so what this series does is it follows a group of clone troopers immediately after the uh the Order 66 has been carried out, and the Empire has now taken over uh, complete control of the government. And, uh, and how, how does a group of clone troopers survive in a world or in a galaxy that has changed fundamentally from what they uh, were, were engineered for? Mm-hmm. And a um,
3: galaxy very far away, far far away. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, so it's far not far even away. like there's other
0: galaxies <laughs> that they can go to quickly. So anyhow, it it, it was pitched. At, this is a Dave Filoni thing. He pitches these animated series as as kid focused, and they they are very much adult shows. Hmm. And uh, interesting. Um. So what they did to make this one uh, more appealing to kids is you have the group of clones. It's like, like these four troopers and a kid. And so they have this child that's part of their group, but not done in a gratuitous way. And, uh, and each season it's been progressing um, in the, in the early years of the empire's control. and, Here we are in season three, the final season, and they released the first three episodes. They're like 20 minutes apiece. uh, First three episodes on February 21st. oh, yesterday. Yeah. So then the rest of the season, Mm -hmm. which is, I don't know, like 15 episodes or something, that will roll out um, one a week uh, until it's all done. And then they will have wrapped up the series. And, um, and I'm glad they dropped all three episodes, uh, or those first three episodes all at once, because if you watch episode one of season Mm -hmm. three, thinking that you're going into, to Star Wars for kids, holy crap, it is (laughs) heavy, it is dark, it is, uh, uh, depressing. Mm -hmm. And, um, And you get to the end of that episode and it's like, holy crap. Is that what the rest of the season is? Then you get season two where you get another part of what's going on in the, in the whole story. And, uh, and you get through that and it's like, okay, well at least while that was dark, it wasn't as depressing. And then you get episode three where, where stuff starts coming together so that the rest of the story can really progress through the season and you mm-hmm. get to the end of that and uh, and you have that feeling like okay now i really need to see next week's episode so they they needed to drop all three together and it was a smart mm-hmm. thing to do and um, and if you're thinking oh yeah i'm just gonna go watch a kid's funny lighthearted. Storyline based in the Star Wars universe—that's not what this is, <laughs> but it, it's it's great.
3: Yeah. I really like that with these days with streaming, they have that option to simply say, "Well, we want to tell a bigger story, so we're just going to drop one, two, three episodes—either mm-hmm. a really long one, or two, or three at once—and simply do it that way."
0: Yeah, and it's yeah, it's great. And they, uh, yeah, like the end of season two, it was, I mean, it was basically an entire movie Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and, uh, and they just broke it up into, into the acts of the movie at the end and and dropped those out, but they had, they had to drop, um, it's like the, the last two or three episodes of season two at the same time, Mm -hmm. because they're the way the story progressed there's just no way without violating geneva conventions to (laughs) drop that story (laughs) one week at a time okay (laughs) so anyhow uh the bad batch season three and if you haven't Mm -hmm. watched seasons one and two um check them out and they're they're fun
3: You're, you're part of the bad batch then
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, but you can see in season one especially, um, they're they're clearly making sure they address kids. In mm-hmm. season two, there there are places where that where it's still very obvious that they want to make sure that they're that they're addressing kids. And in season three, I have not seen anything yet. That indicates to me that the target demographic for this is our kids. I'm sure there will be episodes where that happens, but not yet. So anyhow, there you go. Bad Batch, final season, season three. And now I can't wait for oh. next week. <laughs> All that's right. it's always and, the best. Yes. And, See, uh, oh.
3: that's why I'd like... Having releases every week because you can have an entire week to be excited about it.
2: Yeah, I mean that's the that's the <laughs> thing that we miss now with the idea of every all the shows stop mm. dropping at once and you go, oh yeah, yeah, I can just binge it tonight and then it's done. Get delayed gratification; mm. it's better, surely. Right, maybe I'm just the problem being I old.
0: Have with dropping episodes each week, which is that there's enough good content out there. That if you don't give me everything so that I can focus on getting through a series, mm-hmm. I probably won't because something else will come along. And for example, I, I am maybe halfway through the final season of Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. Not because I'm not enjoying it. Absolutely love it. But I started watching when they were dropping episodes Mm-hmm. And there was one week where the episode came out, and I forgot to watch it because for whatever reason, and I still haven't gone back. And um, uh, what's that other series? The one where it's like the retro future, um, sci-fi space thing,
3: uh, uh, where they're
0: they're selling timeshares on the moon.
3: Oh yeah, uh, he- uh, hello tomorrow
0: yeah something, something like that good. yeah and uh, and i'm part way through that and like the the last episode that i saw which is when it came out it was like where everything has come together where it's about to be a giant crap storm and you hello know, tomorrow hello tomorrow and yes. uh, <laughs> and that and that's where i am in that one and something else came up and i forgot to mm. watch and so I do much better when you drop a whole series for me hmm. or wait until the series is out and then go back and watch. Um and
3: yeah, everybody's different.
0: Everybody's different, yep. Hmm. So but with yeah. something like The Bad Batch, um the likelihood but actually what I'll do is the same thing that I did with Ahsoka and with Obi-Wan Kenobi and with the final season of the Clone Wars. I will uh, I will put reminders on my calendar mm-hmm. for the episodes. But Disney is also really good with social media, so yeah, uh, and, and Apple needs to get on this. They need to they <laughs> yes. need to copy Disney in this because yes. I don't actually need to set reminders because I will be getting notices in Instagram every week multiple times a week hey the series is out this is the episode we're up to here's a preview here's the day that it comes out mm-hmm. the day it comes out hey it is out go watch yeah. it yeah
3: and and there like what's also interesting is that a lot of the actors and actresses do the same thing which i think is not a coincidence
0: there's no coincidence there at all no no, no. Yeah. no. <laughs> but yeah yeah
2: it's still a good thing
0: Yep. Yep. All right. So with that, it is now okay. time to wrap up. And uh, boy, I'm glad that uh, that Ben was able to tell us where to find
2: uh-huh. him
0: online before he had to leave. Um, so now it's our turn. Ian, where can people find you?
2: People can find me here on the big show. I'm here most Thursdays. And if not, you'll find me on LinkedIn where I'm pointing my finger and look free and Grant Veeam and you'll find me there. Send me a friend request over there. That's great. Those are my two most common places. And I'm also in our Slack room here with BTM, which you've got to get access to if you wish. You'll find me there. I won't be here next week, actually, because I'm going to go to a double bill of June. The wow. new one, And then when the official UK drop of of um episode two comes out, I'm gonna go and have a nice double bill Yeah, bit of double bill action tomorrow, on next week. Well,
0: that sounds like a lot of fun and uh and oh, yeah, I hope you have a great time. Thank you. Awesome. All right. So uh, Patrice, mm-hmm. since you and I are sitting here not planning on going to do next week, no, where can people well, find um, you?
3: There might be dunes in Portugal. I don't know.
0: <laughs> There's in Portugal, right? <laughs> Absolutely like dunes in Portugal. I, I think mm-hmm. there might be some.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. You can find me usually every week here on the, on the big show on Thursdays and also every week and tomorrow on the Mac show on Fridays. I'm also not going to be here next week because I'm in Portugal and I'm pretty sure we're going to go out for dinner or something. So um, since my boss, I think both of my bosses are actually there. So. We'll see. Oh, fun. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, you can find me, you can find out everything about me on my website, thepatrice.com. And so like the social media links, the podcast, the projects, like everything I'm doing, it's all on there. And if you have a, if you have a need for a friendly Mastodon instance, or for your podcast, you need a Mastodon instance, uh, which by the way, british tech at tech. the, british tech at tech hangout there are no two dots in there um yeah that's our mastodon for british tech network um yeah hand over to tech and let me know that you're you want to sign up and i'll give you a invite link so that's how easy that is
0: awesome all right so uh my turn um, on social media, Jay Gamut. I'm active on Mastodon, Instagram, and, uh, getting better at threads. Then, uh, for shows, uh, Tuesday evenings, Chuck Joiners, Mac Voices Live. Thursday evenings, Dave Ginsburg's In Touch with iOS. Then you're on the British Tech Network, Thursdays for the big show, Fridays for the Mac show. Uh, also, Brent Chaffin and I do the Context Machine, and, um, um, yeah, I think that's all the important stuff. So, with that, wow, I had so much fun today. I'm so glad that we got to spend part of our Thursday together. It's it's a great, great. Wow, it is great getting to hang out with both of you. Well, and Ben also. Um, he he gets uh, an extra notice just because he had to bow early. So, anyhow. Uh, I genuinely love getting to hang out with with you. You are awesome. Uh, everyone that watches or listens live, thank you for being here and being part of this. You are all awesome. And everyone that watches or listens later, thank you for being part of the BTN family as well. I'm glad that you join us, even though it's time shifted. And uh, TSO Host, thank you for being here And supporting the British Tech Network. Give them some online love, people. And uh, speaking of online love, check out uh, the Daily News Show. Because if you're not, you are missing out on your best uh, five-minute recap of the tech news that matters to you. So check that out. Also, throw money at it. There's a button on the BTN website so that you can click and make donations to uh, keep the show running, because it does take extra resources to make that happen. So let's make sure it stays happening. Then um, let's see, what else? Well, um, Ewan, thank you for being you. Muller, thank you for making sure we have people for shows. And uh, with that, I think it's time to say don't forget to tune in tomorrow, Friday, for the MAC show. And then join us again next week on Thursday for The Big Show, Friday for The Mac Show. And everyone have an awesome weekend.